Hey, what is going on guys? DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the three game NBA main slate on Tuesday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. And I also make videos for NBA Top Shot. If you're unable to watch these videos, I also upload on Apple Podcasts. Link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. If you are interested in, signing, interested in signing up for premium content, I offer that on Patreon.com, an eSports package that includes Call of Duty and CSGO, as well as an NBA package, also linked down below. And I do want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring this episode. If you're not familiar with Prize Picks, so they will post fantasy scores or fantasy projections, and you can like take the over or the under on it. They also have single stat DFS. So this is right now for the second half stuff. Like Lillard is going off. This game is great to watch. Jokic also a really, really big game. Um, but let's take a look at the ones they have posted for tomorrow. So let's see the Boston guys. Again, that was like a really outlier game. We'll talk about that, but like that was that, that game scored like almost 40 points under the total. Don't expect that to happen again. Let's see this. So they already have a ton posted, but you guys get the idea. Like you, you take over under and fancy points like LeBron James 51. Do you like the under, do you like the over? Um, let's see Montrez at 19. That feels a little bit too high. That, that feels too high. Um, I don't think he plays a ton in this game. So probably take the under there. Also, Cam Johnson at 20. Feels a little high, too. So I think I like the under on those two, actually. Um, but, yeah, they, they have a ton of players posted already. And they also have a single stat. They'll, they'll post this probably more to- tomorrow where you can take over-under on, like, points, assists, rebounds, three-pointers made. And it's a nice change of pace from DraftKings. You're not playing at center. You're playing at the house. So if you guys want to try it out, you can sign up. You just go DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word, link in the description below. You will get a 100% match up to $100. You put $100 in, you get a free $100 to play with. And before I hop in the video, I just got to thank you guys again for your continued support in the live streams, the videos, as well as on Twitter. Um, again, we're hitting like 300 concurrent viewers in the live streams. We're, we're getting, you know, 100, 150 likes in these videos. Again, that helps me out a ton. I, you know, I hate asking for likes as it gets annoying after a while, but um, that, that does. Whenever you guys leave a like button on the video, it really does, you know, help me out because it allows me, it allows uh, the video to get to more viewers. So, again, if you guys do enjoy all this content, if you could hit that like button, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos, you don't want to live. I will be doing YouTube live stream tomorrow. Make sure to check it out. I'll, I'll try to answer everyone's questions. And let's try to aim for 150 uh, likes on this one. All right, so before we talk about players and the prices for the three-game slate, we can look back lineup here from Monday. Uh, did not predict that random blowout. Uh, right now, looking decent. We'll see how it finishes, though. Uh, I'll get out of the way so you guys can see. So, uh, last few days of DFS, you just fade the best plays. You make all the money. Um, yeah, with yesterday's weird slate and today, again, Jimmy Butler... I was not fading him, and he was an absolute bust. He was, uh, this is, is is in a $66 tournament, currently 3Xing my money. He was 71%. Um, I'm guessing as you go higher, like, I want to see, I'm going to check out Fantasy Labs Contest dashboard tomorrow to see what is in, like, the, the $2,000 tournament or whatever that is. I, I bet he's close to 100% owned in that one. I'm, I'm really curious to see what he is in the higher, higher stakes, and, you know, people playing um, you know, tens of thousands of dollars. And I want to see what the ownership was in Jimmy Butler, but crazy, crazy. Again, I didn't expect that. Most of the field did not expect that either. I uh, got to take the L on that. I did not see the bucks coming. I mean, I did pick the bucks to win it all. So I'm happy about that, but I uh, did not see the game blowing out. So, and Jimmy just looked, that was super fun. I was getting really mad because Jimmy was just being really passive in the offensive end. If you guys watched that game, like that was not the Jimmy Butler I know in the playoffs. So 
I'm guessing he's going to come out a lot more aggressive in game three, but just super, super tilted about that because I thought he was a clear play today and he's just a massive bust. Drachik, blow it, hurt him a little bit, still still got value. Um, Austin Rivers, sure enough, you know, three fouls for him. Why not? <laughs> Again, always foul trouble. Never a slate that I had to deal or don't deal with that foul trouble. A low-owned Giannis Antetokounmpo on pace for probably 80-85. Blowout. Barely played the fourth quarter. And that's going to be huge because we have Jokic, we have Lillard are both smashing. Unless they really cool off, uh, that's going to hurt, right? I need those minutes. So that hurts. Also, I'm, I'm very tilted. Literally super low on Bobby Portis. They don't give him any garbage time run. They pulled him like seven minutes left. I was watching. I was so excited to get low on Bobby Portis garbage run. Nope. Nope. Just end of the bench, get like Jordan Aurora in there. Oh, that tilted me so much. And then um, I, I hinted at using both. Uh, I told everyone on Patreon that I was doing both the Valley Guards here for Denver and Monty Morris and Austin Rivers. Two of my favorite Valley plays the slate. Rivers was the chalk. Morris pretty low owned. Morris at 17 at half. Rivers going to deal with foul trouble. That's unfortunate. Still about 10 and a half on pace for value. Um, MPJ just a subpar half. You know, it's just the Jokic show right now. Uh, but he was 80% in this. Uh, and then Nurkic, 62% uh, at 17 and a half. So crazy one. And there's, again... Just like last slate, a ton of landmines. Like in the higher dollar stuff like this one, Robert Covington, close to 50% owned. I think he has one fancy point and a half. Um, obviously, you know, the value plays in the early game. Most of them busted because of the block. Guys like Brolo, um, Ariza, you know, ba- like basically everyone because of the massive blowout. So weird one, right? Uh, uh, there's There's been a lot of variance involved in these last couple of slates. We'll see how I finish. I'm curious um, because... Uh, I did only have Jimmy that busted everything else looking solid right now. But, um, you know, Jokic is about 30%. Lillard pretty low on to this, only about 20%. So I'm curious to see if this is going to hold. I don't think it's going to hold, but um, curious to see if I end up cashing. Uh, again, I think Monty Morris low owned is pretty big right now for me. It was 17 and a half. And, uh, yeah, that's it for the look back, guys. Hope you had a good night. Hope you avoided some of these landmines. I hope you avoided Jimmy Butler. I hope you just faded my advice and avoided Jimmy Butler. If you did, you're probably winning all the money. But, um, all right, let's talk about this three-game slate. So, Celtics and Knicks, again, a 227 over-under. That game finished under 200 total. Again, so weird. Uh, I don't expect that again. Nets, 9.5-point favorites. What you do have to worry about here is potential for a blowout. That's the game that has the most blowout risk. Lakers and Suns, a 208 over-under. Lakers, 2-point favorites. And Mavs, Clippers, 216 over-under. Clippers, 6-point favorites. So, we'll start off with the early game in Boston and Brooklyn. So, Boston guys tilted me to no one last game. Tatum, awful shooting game. Kemba, foul trouble, plus awful shooting game. I think that's going to lower the ownership on both. And I, that last game was an outlier. Like, they kept it close, and Tatum and Kemba both didn't get there. I don't see that happening again. If this game stays competitive, it's got to be Tatum and Kemba, and it's, this game's not going to score under 200 points, most likely. Uh, you never know what the way NBA's been going the last couple of uh, days, but I don't think that's going to happen. So, yeah, Jason Tatum, I think, it actually is one of the better spend-ups. The only thing, the only thing you have to worry about is the potential for foul trouble. But like I said, if, if they're going to keep this game close, it's him and Kemba, even though they both had bad games last game. So I like Tatum at the top, and I'm fine going right back to the wall on Kemba. You have to have short-term memory for DFS. I know he absolutely killed me. I was a few points away from cashing that last slate. Tilted about it for sure, but look at the previous games, right? And he he's the guy that can go for 50. He's going to be the number two. He's going to get a ton of shot attempts up, and it's a great matchup. 
So, and we're not going to most likely get early foul trouble again from Kemba, where he only played nine first half minutes. So, I really like going back to Kemba. I think that the ownership will drop up to recency bias, but I still think he's a solid play. The only thing you have to worry about with these Boston guys is potential for a blowout. So, that's, I think, where you fade. If, you, if you're going to avoid all Boston, I think you need the blowout. Fournier, Smart. Again, they both played big minutes, and both were a little bit underwhelming. But that game was just so low scoring. I don't see that happening again. So, I think both are fair plays in the mid-range in Smart and Fournier. Uh, Thompson and Robert Williams should split the sun of minutes. Now, Robert Williams is the guy that's the uh, mo- most upset. Can we talk about that? He literally averaged like a block every two minutes. Nine blocks in 23 minutes. Now, I do think that's going to boost the ownership on Robert Williams, but I still think he's one of the better value plays of the slate because he's a good point per minute guy. So, yes, he's going to be popular, but I like him a good amount. The only thing you have to worry about with Robert Williams is potential for, for aggravating that injury, right? Two games ago, he re-aggravated it and left that game and did not return. So that's the only rest of the guy like Robert Williams. The bench guys, I'm not touching. I mean, Jabari Parker, do I trust him getting the rotation again? He did play 22 minutes. Ugh. I think you can take a shot at him. He is a good point for a guy. He didn't, like, mm, I don't know. He's been in and out of this rotation. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. I guess they do need the scoring. Uh, I'm a little bit, I guess I'm a little bit undecided what I want to do with Jabari Parker because he is a good scorer, is a good point for a guy, but will we get 20 minutes again from him? I don't know. So tricky one there. I guess, yeah, Parker's for sure the guy who would take the shot on off the bench for Boston. Moving on to Brooklyn. So the big three, Harden, Durant, Irving. Again, the issue is when all three are out there, they kind of cap each other's upside. So Harden went for 53 last game. Uh, Kevin Durant went for over 50. And Kyrie uh, went for 40. Um, I think Kevin Durant probably has the highest floor. He's at 9-3. I think he's probably the one that looks the best to me of the big three for, for Brooklyn. I, I don't think any are must, uh, but I think Kevin Durant probably the safest of the, of the big three. All three are viable, and uh, I just it's just a little bit hard to try to nail down which one's going to be. Now, Joe Harris uh, played 37 minutes. He only went for 14 faints points. Again, he is, uh, get the Spider-Man Jeff, Duncan Robinson, right? The exact same player. So um, he's for sure in play. He's just got to hit his threes. He's going to have open looks. I don't know if he's going to knock, knock, him, down or, knock him down or not. So uh, it's up to you, right? It's, it's more of a GPP play because he's so reliant on the scoring. Now, what I am um, surprised about was the Nets went small. I didn't think they were going to do that against a traditional big with Boston with Thompson and Rob Williams, but they did. Blake Griffin, only 20 minutes, and Claxton barely played. So... Not a good sign for either of those two bigs. I still think Blake Griffin is fine, but not something I love. Bruce Brown also the Mets went way down in him, only 18. Not super sad about that. Now, Jeff Green's the guy that got extended. He played small ball five. So if they're going to continue to do that, then I actually think Green is a decent value here at 3.6K if he's going to play a good amount of the small ball five. Again, Claxton, like Claxton only played 11 minutes. So, I mean, maybe things change. Maybe he goes back to 20-plus. If I knew Claxton was going to play 25, 20 to 25 minutes, I would play him here. Again, last game, though, only 11. He wasn't in foul trouble. They just went small. So I didn't think that would happen. It did. So Claxton and Blake Griffin are a lot riskier. Jeff Green's probably how you feel the best about um, off the bench there, 3.6. All right, Lakers and Suns. So uh, Lakers, they need to win this game. Did not look good at last game. Uh, LeBron James at 10.1K, I think is a safe spend up. Played 36 minutes, went for 48 fantasy points. He should play 35-plus, even though, again, the match was not necessarily the best. This is LeBron James. So if you have the salary, I think he's a very safe play. AD, on the other hand, I think he's going to bounce back here, but it just depends. You know, his upside is kind of capped when he plays strictly at the four, right? They played a lot of Drummond. They played some Montrose Harrell. 
again this lakers team they need to figure out or they need to realize that their best chance is when ad plays the five that's when they are the best their best lineup is lebron james anthony davis crusoe kcp and schroeder that is their best lineup that's the lineup they should be closing with they have been closing the last couple games so they should run that out more uh they should get away from guys like drummond and harrell they don't really help them win uh right now so uh, that's just you no know, basketball standpoint not dfs but yeah back to back to davis um more contrarian again had an awful game last game it just depends how the lakers are going to play if they're going to continue giving drummond like 20-ish minutes and harrell like 10 to 15 off the bench then that kind of hurts drum uh, ad's upside schroeder actually think it's a safer play five six he should play 30 to 35 minutes doesn't have a super high ceiling but if you landed him last piece in doable kuzma no thanks kcp at four four again minutes will be there just has hit his threes he did not hit his threes last game he went for under 20 so that's the rest of kcp if he hits his threes he can go for 25 plus caruso also should play about 25 25 to 30 minutes he had a bad game last game but like yeah caruso kcp are fine values neither really stand out and harold did play the backup five over gasol he played 15 minutes we know he's a good point for a guy will will they go back to him here i still think there's a chance maybe he gets a dnp so um harold more of a high risk high reward value play there now moving on to phoenix so i am honestly shocked that chris paul is not on in the injury report shocked if you guys watched that game, I watched the whole game. He got uh, the shoulder injury did not look good. And when he came back, he was not himself at all. He was just out there as a decoy. He could barely dribble, dribble with his right hand. He couldn't shoot. I mean, again, I, it's, it, I'm really shocked to see this. So I'm not, I'm going to stay away from Chris Paul. If I knew he was fully healthy, again, I would like him here. Uh, like I did last slate, but I, I just can't do it. So uh, Booker at 8.1K, okay, he had a massive game when Chris Paul went down. I just again, I don't trust the health right now of Chris Paul, so I definitely prefer Brooker to Chris Paul here. And then DeAndre, now like a good amount. I mentioned that I think his minutes might go up. They did. He played 37 instead of like the 30-ish minutes he's playing the regular season. So if he's going to continue to play 35 plus minutes, then the 6.1k price is too cheap. I don't expect 21 and 16 again. But again, it's it's a minutes thing for DeAndre. So I actually do like DeAndre in a good amount there in the mid range. Mikel Bridges. I'll pass on pain. No thanks. Jay Crowder. Once again, I like for value. I should play about 30 minutes uh, just because again, in these playoff sites, there's not a ton of, you know, great value. Not that Crowder is a ton of upside, but once again, I expect him to be popular. He was like 80% in the higher dollar stuff last slate. Um, I like him again here just because you know, there's just not a ton of, of smash value. Now, Cam Johnson's at three, six. He would probably be the one guy who'd take a shot on off the bench. I think we'll get around 20 minutes. Decent offensive player. So Cam Johnson off the bench. Sarge actually will play the back of five. He played the back of five over Kaminsky. I think you only roll the dice on him if you think uh, Aiden gets in some foul trouble. All right, last game, Dallas and the LA Clippers. So Luka Doncic had the massive game last game. Massive, at, like no ownership. 71 fancy points, triple-double in a tough matchup. It, it just I, I i i love luca but i could not get him right this regular season every time i played him he had the floor game and then his first game in the playoffs he goes absolutely off <sighs> i think he might be slightly overowned here i'm not saying to fade luca Doncic. i still like his upside i just don't think we'll get 70 again for from luca so i guess that's the issue um again i, I still think he's firmly in play just i think he might be slightly overowned Porzingis had an absolutely awful game last game. 22 fancy points in 36 minutes. That's going to really lower the ownership. I think if people are going to go to a star here, they're going to go to Luka. I don't hate using Porzingis as a contrarian play, though, below 8K. 
Um, he's still a guy that can go for 40, 50 plus. So um, not really a cash game play with Porzingis with the, with the way he's playing right now. But again, don't hate it uh, for to get make your lineup different. Hardaway too pricey. Dorian Finney-Smith, I'll pass. Uh, Jalen Brunson at 4-3. I think we get about 20 minutes from him off the bench. He's a decent point print guy. So I'm actually th- I actually think he's a solid value. I would prefer him to Josh Richardson. Both coming off the bench. Would rather get to Brunson. Now, Maxi Kleber at 3-4. This, I mean, he played 36 minutes. 36 minutes. We know Maxi Kleber's not a good point print guy. But if he's going to play 36 minutes, um, then he's a good value. I like him a lot. So keep an eye on this. He's currently questionable. I think he'll be good to go. Uh, again, he was he's banged up uh, going into this game, so I just think this is more precautionary that the listing is questionable. So um, yeah, assuming Kleber starts, I think we get normal run as long as he doesn't aggravate that injury. With that being said, he is one of the better value plays. I know he's not a good point printer guy, but if we get anywhere near 36 minutes at three four, yeah, sign me up for that. So it's not something I feel great about, but I do like Maxi Kleber. And then Powell's basically out of the rotation. He played seven minutes. Both teams want small. I do want to bring that up. Both teams want small. Um, Zubach and Ibaka both got limited. Again, like the traditional, like Powell barely played. Both teams want more small ball. So, um, yeah, I would not get to Powell. We'll talk about Ibaka and Zubach too. Both pretty risky. Now, Kawhi Leonard at 8.3K, once again, is one of my favorite plays. The price barely moved. This is too cheap for Kawhi in the playoffs. He's going to play 40 minutes. Uh, I absolutely love Kawhi Leonard, uh, with, uh, but with how the, the NBA has gone the last couple of days, uh, Kawhi Leonard is going to shoot 4 of 20. So that's probably going to happen. But yeah, no, I, I really, really do like Kawhi Leonard at that price. Paul George, ugh, right? Playoff Paul George has not been great. Now, he still, he didn't play good and still went for 40, right? So it's like he had an off game and still put up 40 fancy points. I still like Paul George too. You can make the argument to play them both. I think it's slightly suboptimal. But I think if I'm building a lineup, I want to get to one of these two guys. Slight edge to Kawhi Leonard over Paul George. Marcus Morris at 5-1, should play over 30 minutes, but don't think it's necessary on the slate. Again, Ibaka, great point for a guy, only played 13 minutes. So that makes him pretty risky here. If I knew he's going to play 20 to 22 minutes, I would really like him here. But only 13 makes him high risk, high reward. Again, Zubac, only played 19 minutes. Both teams went small. So those two become risky. Rondo at 4-5, again, uh, he is the guy I prefer uh, of the point guards uh, because he is the best point per guy. And I think we get somewhere around 25 minutes for him. So Rondo, fair value off the bench. Reggie Jackson, not as much. He didn't play 21 minutes. Would rather get to Rondo for a little bit more. Um, and then, yeah, Pat Beverly is going to start. Uh, he should get somewhere around 15 to 20 minutes. I mean, you can play him. I don't really, it's not something I'm really going out of my way to play. The thing I, I do want to mention here, though, is Nick Batum played 32 minutes. The reason he did, because both teams want small. So if both teams continue to play small ball, then I actually like Batum a good amount. Again, same thing I'll kind of say about Maxi Kleber. Are you getting excited about playing Nick Batum? No, but if we get similar run, like 30 plus minutes, then I think he's a really good value play. So yeah, guys like Kleber, guys like Batum, I think could open up a lot for you on the slate to get those stars into your lineup if we see similar run. Now, again, there's, there's, I guess, a little bit of risk of both, right? Kleba, maybe reaggregates the injury. Batum, maybe they go back to a bigger lineup instead of small ball. Again, it's no guarantee both teams go small ball again. But it is good to see he played over 30 minutes. So I do like Batum a good amount here for value. And that is going to do it for the video today, guys. So if you have been enjoying the content so far, I would really appreciate if you could leave a like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you know when I upload videos, you know when I'm live. Again, live, live stream tomorrow. Make sure to check it out. And let's hope for some good variants. Uh, and let's hope that 
that we don't get any random blowouts, we don't get uh, foul trouble, and uh, we don't get players shooting like 10% from the field. That would be nice. So uh, thanks again, guys. Have a great night, and I'll see you all tomorrow in the live stream.